Good morning, everybody. Mixed trade in the grain markets on Thursday morning. As of the 745 pause in trading, September corn futures down one at 326 and a half. August soybeans up three at 902 and a quarter. September Chicago wheat down one and three quarters at 532 and three quarters. September Kansas City wheat down two and a quarter at 446 and a quarter. September spring wheat down two and three quarters at 512. Uh, USDA released its weekly export sales report at 7.30 Central Time this morning. Uh, very good sales. Uh, corn, 2.21 for old crop, but 2.3 uh, million metric tons for new crop. Soybeans, 3.65 for old crop and 2.3 million metric tons for new crop. A lot of this has to do with those big Chinese purchases we've seen recently. China was the biggest buyer of uh, U.S. corn and soybeans in the export sales report. The wheat sales were actually not bad either at 6.17. So export sales this morning, a positive U.S. weather remains mostly non-threatening. Some of the models shifted toward a cooler and wetter outlook yesterday. We previously had some heat advertised for uh, this weekend and into next week. That may not now be a factor. Your 6 to 10 and 8 to 14 day maps now offering odds of mostly normal rainfall and mostly normal temperatures really for a lot of the Corn Belt with a few exceptions, of course. China bought U.S. soybeans for the third consecutive day yesterday. China reported, or USDA rather, reported sales of 453,000 metric tons of soybeans for China for new crop delivery. There was also a uh, smaller sale to an unknown destination. So I believe the running tally now since July 10th, China has purchased 1.75 million metric tons of U.S. beans. That's about 64 million bushels, vast majority of that for new crop delivery. U.S. beans will be competitive on the export market in that uh, new crop time frame, basically between U.S. harvest and South American harvest from, say, October through February. And uh, China is booking soybeans uh, for that time frame. So uh, as I've discussed before, I don't know if this has a ton to do with the trade deal. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that U.S. beans will be competitive in that time frame and China is taking advantage. I think the same thing can be said for recent Chinese corn purchases. Um, the U.S. corn was competitive and China bought it. I have yet to see any uh, situation where China has bought a whole bunch of uh, any U.S. ag product when they could have bought it somewhere else cheaper. China's still a, a low-cost buyer here, and that's what they've always been for the most part. Weekly U.S. ethanol production fell for the first time in 12 weeks. Uh, we had, uh, prior to yesterday, seen 11 consecutive weeks of improved production. Weekly output of 900,000. 908,000 barrels per day was down about 2.5% on the week, down about 13% versus the same week last year. Ethanol stocks fell to their lowest level since December 2016, prompting a rally in ethanol futures. Gasoline demand is still running about 12% below last year's pace. It was down a little bit on the week. We're not yet back to pre-virus levels in um, in gasoline usage, in ethanol production. Uh, we need to get to that point, and, and we're not quite there yet. Now, ethanol production margins are positive. Uh, for most uh, operations across the Corn Belt to the tune of, I don't know, 10 to 25 cents a gallon, um, according to the Reuters calculations that I'm looking at, and that can vary uh, drastically, of course, uh, from location to location. But uh, the ethanol situation is still uh, overall improving. I know we had a, a slight reduction in, in, in production last week, but overall, I still think we're on the right track. U.S. wheat remains mostly non-competitive on the export market. U.S. offers not even on the radar in some of these recent tenders we've seen. You would think that a, a weaker U.S. dollar would help, and you've got these production issues in you know the EU and the Black Sea and Argentina, but the U.S. still not competitive, and I think that's why we've had a tough time here as of late. August grain options expire tomorrow. Uh, be sure to take a look at any remaining open positions that you have there. 
The corn market has struggled. We did have a, high, a higher close yesterday after finishing lower on both Monday and Tuesday. I think the market is still in the process of discounting a record national corn yield and a near record national crop. It's very difficult to say, probably impossible to say, of course, exactly when this big crop has been fully factored into prices. I don't know if we're there yet. We may be getting close. Uh, soybean market's acting very well. This nearby August contract is within two cents of some multi-month highs here this morning. The November contract uh, still about 15 cents from multi-month highs. But the market's acted well. It's trended higher really since May. Um, the funds are long. You've got some more positive sentiment there. Uh, still got weather to, to navigate, certainly. And uh, this China thing, hopefully we, we see continued purchases there. Cattle market was a mixed bag yesterday. We are seeing cash cattle prices creep up just a little bit. Uh, 96 to 98 yesterday uh, was the cash trade reported, and and none of this has been on phenomenal volume by any means, but I suppose that's a positive. Uh, The board was kind of a mixed bag in fat cattle, mostly higher closes in feeder cattle yesterday. Box beef market was mixed. Choice boxes were up just a little bit. Select boxes were down more than $2.00. Ahead of the cash open, the Dow Jones is down uh, 26 points. The S&P is down one, so we're pretty close to flat in the stock market. Bonds are up. U.S. dollars up. Crude oil is down 42 cents in the September WTI at 41.48. Uh, gold is higher. Silver is a little bit lower. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website and click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you are seeking to improve your grain marketing, I believe I can help you out. Uh, Check out my subscription service on that website. It's $49 a month. You can cancel it at any time. There is no obligation. There are no other fees involved. You do not need to be a futures or options trader to participate. Uh, Everyone have a wonderful day. I will talk to you on Friday.